Well, hello and welcome to the Light Reading Podcast. I'm Jeff Baumgartner, a senior editor at Light Reading. And I'm Grant Hall. I'm the CEO of Nuvio, and we make the uh, Tableau over-the-air DVR. Well, Grant, it's been a while. We're here at uh, CES. I guess we used to call it the Consumer Electronics Show, but we don't really refer to it anymore like that. So you and I have, have talked in, in years past about Tableau, right? And I think at one point we used to call it, you know, a cord cutters tool and so forth. I don't know if it, I, I'm not sure if we would still describe it that way, but I know since the uh, the scripts acquisition um, a couple of years ago, you have a new version of the product that came out uh, not long ago. So maybe just give us a little background on the company and then we can talk a little about the new product that you're showing here. Yeah, I think the acquisition has been great for us because it's really given us the opportunity to uh, to really enhance the product, also bring in streaming uh, content over the internet. So it's not just OTA anymore. We add in about 60 fast channels and that's growing all the time. And we built it into a form factor that's uh, much more compelling. We've got a much more attractive price point. It's about a hundred bucks US um, and there's no subscription anymore. So that one-time price is all you need and you've uh, You've got access to all that content, both over the air and the fast channels, all in one box on essentially any device you own. So we support, you know, tablets, smartphones, uh, Roku's, Fire TVs, you know, pretty much every uh, smart TV platform. Well, it's interesting, though, that there's no subscription, right? Because I think in the past it used to be about the subscription to get access to uh, guide data and getting updated guide data. So how uh, economically, how are you making that work? Well, the business model has changed a bit because the scripts, they're a broadcaster, they're all about content. So they want to get eyeballs on their content, they want people to watch it, they want to, and it's monetized through the traditional commercial mechanism. So, you know, the fast channels have commercials, that's free ad supported TV, so it is the ads. And OTA is, of course, ads, and Scripps is the, uh, you know, third or fourth largest owner of TV stations in the US. So it's, uh, it's you know, a great synergistic product. So. We're, with their backing and their support, um, we're able to eliminate the subscription, um, you know, get more people to watch the content, which is really what we're about. Um, you know, we, we've added some exciting ways where we can curate and surface content. You know, we've got a, a new home screen that, uh, you know, makes it much easier to find content across all that, you know, the 60 channels, the fast channels, and all that great, you know, high def over the air TV that you can get with just a small antenna. Yeah, so the, the revenue model then, or the business model is, okay, you, you sell the device, and then uh, it's strictly uh, advertising revenues, or is there any subscription sharing that can occur? It's pretty much entirely advertising revenue. Okay. All right, and as far as the target market, like I said in the past, when we would write about Tableau, it was all about perfect for the cord cutters, the, those that are getting away from pay TV, and of course these days, Cord cutting, it kind of goes toward those who have cut the cut the video traditional pay TV, but there's still virtual MVPDs out there. So my question is, uh, with the new product, uh, explain a little bit about who your your target market is. Well, it's still very much that demographic. It's you know typically people that have grown up with satellite or cable. You know they've had subscriptions for quite a long time. But, you know, in the past, you know, five to 10 years, they've discovered like Netflix and Hulu and streaming, and they find they're watching much more content on those platforms as opposed to traditional Comcast or Time Warner. 
So, you know, at 100 bucks a month or more for that cable subscription for 500 channels, I don't really watch anymore, plus the set-top box rental. They still want that local sports and news content. You know, they still want that connection to their community. They just don't want to pay that much for it. And they want it on a, a more modern device, like a Roku or an Apple TV or a, a Fire TV or Google TV. So this, this means we're just an app. You know, you bring up the app, you close Netflix, you bring up Tableau. Now you've got that great, you know, TV experience with all your over the air, all your fast channels. Um, you can record and play them back. You can pause live TV, you know, all with no subscription. So I think it's just hugely compelling for that, that demographic, right? It, it saves them a, a fortune on cable and satellite, gives them, you know, a lot of people don't realize that over the air TV, the quality can be actually better than cable and satellite because it's less compressed, you know. It's a oh, that over the air channel, right? Yeah, and um, uh, one, one other thing that we're trying to keep tabs on is uh, what's happening with uh, ATSC 3.0. Uh, and I was just wondering how 3.0 fits into your roadmap or what, what kind of new capabilities can that enable for Tableau and where does that kind of fall on your roadmap? Yeah, no, it is on the roadmap and, and we hope to have a product on the market soon with ATSC 3. We're a DVR and those part of the specifications have taken a little longer to mature. They finally have the, uh, you know, the A3SA who develops those standards has done an excellent job of, of incorporating the DVR capabilities, you know, with the DRM and the uh, content protection. So we're now finally able to build that product. So we are currently working on it. But ATC1 is still the predominant by far, right. you know, way that people consume over the air TV. And it still will be for the next five to 10 years. ATSC3 is still in its very early stages. So there's still a lot of life left in ATC1. You know, the product that we bring out will do both, obviously. Mm -hmm. So you can get the best of both worlds. And, um, yeah. Well, for 3.0 then, when, when you do provide a uh, product that supports it, what, what's going to be the biggest benefit? Is it uh, 4K and HDR, uh, or is there something else that will uh, enhance your product? Well, there are a couple of benefits. I mean, the, uh, the physical air, and it uses OFDM, so it's a better transmission technology. So you can do moving devices, so in your car, you know, you can actually watch the signal, which you can with ATC1. It'll uh, it'll reach farther, it'll give you better quality. And then it introduces a new generation of codecs, like H.265. So you can get a lot more bandwidth on that, uh, or a lot more content on that fixed bandwidth. And that means you can do things like 4K and HDR, and it has the ability to do things like Dolby Atmos. And then it has uh, a very enhanced capability to enhance dialogue. A lot of people have trouble and they keep the, uh, you know, the closed captions on when they're watching TV because they can't follow the dialogue where, uh, you know, ATSC3 with AC4 actually has a great dialogue enhancement feature that really brings out voices and makes uh, the TV much more intelligible and easier to watch. So there are a number of features that will come with ATSC3, but uh, there's still a lot of work to do to get them out there. They're not, I don't believe anybody's transmitting those type of things just yet. But it, you know, it is possible with the technology. Okay, and as far as uh, the way you're getting it into the market today, is it primarily retail, or do you are you working with any distributors yet? 
Well, we do we do distribution, but you know, retail's a focus. So yeah. we're in Best Buy. We do a lot of uh, through HSN right now. That's proved to be a great platform for us. We're um, we're on Amazon. We do a, a big a lot in direct to consumers. So we have our own uh, web store. Where we sell direct, and we're constantly adding new channels. I mean, uh, you, you name it, you can expect to see them, you know, in the pipeline. Well, one thing we're keeping an eye on is uh, some cable operators, particularly those that are smaller, maybe even mid-sized, are either uh, getting away from their traditional pay TV service and transitioning to a streaming model and focusing solely on broadband, right? Some, some are kind of indifferent to pay TV, some are getting out of the business. So um, yeah, has there been any um, interest or activity with cable operators about, hey, here would be a great option for you on the video side? Yeah, I can't say anything directly, but yeah. yes, we're having those conversations. There are people very much interested in that. I mean, this is kind of the perfect fit because it gives them a replacement at very low cost to them, very low cost to their customer, and gives them access to that, you know, great content, the local stations, you know, plus the over-the-air, the over-the-top the, uh, over the, over the fast channels. So, yeah, I think it is a perfect complement, and, and we are having some discussions. Okay, and a quick thing on the fast channels. Are they all... Uh, from scripts, or are you sourcing them from no, other? We've got AMC. We've got, uh, you know, we've got a ton of channels. Um, so no, not exclusively scripts, but there is a fair bit of scripts content as well with Ion and Bounce and others. All right, and then uh, uh, remind me when did this new product hit the market? We launched it at the very end of summer, like at the very end of August, uh, so early September of this uh, of last year. So we've just been, uh, you know, adding more retail channels. We just added a four-tuner. It's exclusive at Best Buy right now. We'll be launching that uh, more broadly in the next couple of months into the channel. So, um, you know, so we've been rolling it out, you know, slowly. We, um, we didn't, the, the launch didn't line up with CES, so that's why we're here now. So yeah. it's great to be able to show the product to a broader uh, audience. Right, and any uh, uh, early results or early uh, learnings with the new product? Last thing. I think the, resp the responses are fantastic. I mean, uh, I think it really hits a spot in the market. You know, one of the complaints about our legacy products was the subscription. You know, a lot of people didn't like the subscription. Um, they didn't want to, uh, wait a minute, people don't want to spend more money? <laughs> who, would, who would know? <laughs> who would have guessed that one? Yeah. So with, with no subscription now, and, and we've got the price down quite a bit, and we included, you know, 50 hours of onboard storage. It's just a, a beautiful product, easy to set up. You know, very cost-effective and gives you a great quality uh, experience. All right. Well, great. Hey, thanks a lot for your time. Great to catch up with you here at uh, CES. And, uh, yeah, look forward to staying in touch as things progress with the new product. Thanks. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, thanks. Take care.